In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host, Katie Williams, and in each episode, we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment to tell you about Small Biz Society, the membership, a brand new community for women in business. With monthly trainings from guest experts, a monthly goal setting session and weekly networking and implementation sessions, there is so much on offer and it is a wonderful community already. It only launched at the end of January 24 and I cannot wait to see where it goes. For more details and to join, head to smallbizsociety.co.uk slash membership. Right, let's get into it, shall we? Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Biz Society, the podcast. I'm Katie and today I am joined by Nicola. Hello, Nicola. Would you like to start by telling us about yourself and what you do? Hi, Katie. Yeah, thanks so much for having me uh, speak to you today. I'm really looking forward to our chat. So my name is Nicola Walsh and I am from New Wisdom Design and Digital and I am a Pinterest specialist and a tech VA. Amazing. So what's your background? How did, you know, how did you get to, uh, and is it NW you do it for short? Yeah, NW and all my social handles. Yeah, NW Design and Digital. Yeah. So um, I originally was um, a, worked in a children's publishing company in London. I used to design children's books and then I had my eldest son and didn't want to do the commuting life anymore yeah um because it's like a two hour each way it's just it's just not possible and um well I just didn't want to do it when I had a little one because I mean getting back too late so then I started looking for work um locally and when you're working for smaller businesses you can't be as specialist in the one area so much you kind of need to cover broader stuff and so that's when my real kind of like digital marketing upskilling really began and I started learning all about web design social media email marketing all of that kind of thing and then fast forward a few more years and I had another another baby and um decided that with like school timetables and two children sickness all that kind of thing I needed to be able to do something that was like super flexible to work around them Um, and that's kind of really why I started I went all in I'd kind of been running my own stuff on the side alongside part-time work yeah Um, decided to have the true flexibility and to be able to help more people I then kind of went and started up doing um, my own thing Um, and where I got to with Pinterest is um I did a social media course and you had to pick two platforms to kind of focus in on um, that you did like a, um, a CPD in, in social media management in. Okay. And, and I picked Instagram and Pinterest 
mainly because they were the most visual ones, which obviously goes back to my kind of design background. Yeah. And the more I kind of started playing around with Pinterest and learning how it works, I realized like for busy mums and business owners in general, it's like such a great platform because it there's a there's prep work to do. But then once you've done the prep, it is kind of just like set it set and forget and leave it to do its thing. Okay. Um, because I've, nice. I've heard that you know Pinterest is good for business owners and I have dabbled in Pinterest haven't been on there for quite some time but how, how can why does Pinterest help businesses because with unlike um other platforms all of your pins have a link on them so yeah. you have more control over where you send people. They don't have to go to your bio and click on a bio and you're limited to what links you can do. It's literally like that pin will send them to whatever you've put in it. So that, that could be to your website homepage. It could be to a product listing. It could be to a blog you've written. It could be to a podcast you've recorded. And so the actual conversion rate is therefore higher because people have clicked and been taken to exactly where they you said they're going to go to yeah um, and you you can then do more with them there as well like they obviously can buy the product if they've landed on a product listing or they can sign up to mailing lists and things like that if that's um where you send them to so you can kind of capture your audience a lot quicker on pinterest than you can on say some of the other social platforms because you have to get people to do more steps yeah. and obviously the simpler you can make things for people, the more likely they are to do it. Yeah, of course. Is it just for like product-based businesses or can service-based businesses, you know, get something out of it as well? You know, service-based businesses definitely can. And I do predominantly work with service-based businesses when it comes to Pinterest. Um, and this is kind of where the tech side of my business comes in. It's all about what the customer journey and what you're going to do with them when they've clicked that link where are you going to take them what do you want people to do because obviously with a product business the kind of path is a lot clearer mm. they click on your product they see the product list and they can buy it whereas for a service-based business you might only have two or three services that you're offering and with Pinterest, you can't put the same link all the time. So it's thinking okay. about what else can you do with your content and where what other links can you send people to, where you can still get them like um, on your email list or inquiring about your services, booking discovery calls, stuff like that. So um, it's looking at what have you already got within your business that you could then use as your Pinterest content. Blogs and podcasts are like the prime creme de la creme as it were for content when it comes to Pinterest because you've constantly got that new material that you can the fresh places that you can send people because it will be the new blog post or the new episode and then it's yeah looking at the background tech and making sure that you've got that sign up to your newsletter box that that starts the automations off or yeah and, and it's thinking with um podcasts as well are they on your website or are they just on the podcast platform? Because then if you're not sending people to your website, you're not growing your own traffic. You're growing the traffic of the podcast platform. So I've been doing a lot of getting people's podcasts onto their website in the format of a blog, 
but it just means then that every episode is adding to that SEO for your website, which helps them build your Google ranking as well. So that is why I put the tech and the Pinterest together, because it's all very well me telling you how to pin on Pinterest and how to, you know, this is how you do a pin. This is how you can research it. Off you go. But if you don't have that tech in place and those kind of systems going for you, then it's not going to do for you. It's not going to get you the results you want. So it's looking yeah. at at all of it as a whole and how does kind of how can we get different parts of your business talking to each other so that all these systems work in harmony together? I've got some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you obviously you touched briefly on some of the tech there. Um, what does a tech VA do? Like, is it really is it everything? So it's kind of up to the tech VA, I would say. Um, it's like virtual assistant. It's a obviously it's technical virtual assistant. So there's there's different things that people will specialize in. Um, personally, for me, I specialize in email marketing and getting that set up and um, website updates. Like I predominantly have worked with. Um, I specialize in WordPress websites, but I also have worked with people with Wix websites. And then it's it's looking more at what processes have you got in your business that we could automate. So looking at things like Calendly for doing appointments. Um, I use a online checkout system called Thrivecart, which will automatically syncs to your to different to your other different systems. So someone can book something they then automatically get sent an email to like book a time with you or whatever. And that automatically goes into your calendar and they get the zoom link or whatever, however you're talking to them automatically without you having to do anything else. It all wow. happens in the background. It's trying to cutting out some of those tech admin processes mm. you're manually doing and following, following up, like even follow-ups you can um, set up, automations or um there's a uh, program called zapier that can if you set you set a condition in there and it will automatically do something so if you add someone to a spreadsheet or whatever and you send then say oh once i've added to the spreadsheet they then get this email you can make that happen automatically wow um, so it, it's but a lot of people don't know about it until they start chatting it's like they're doing all these things manually themselves and obviously especially if you're running your business yourself or you're a very small team if you can start automating some of those processes those that yeah those tech admin processes they'll free up your time to do the things that one you actually enjoy doing because a lot of people probably don't enjoy doing the tech yeah. <laughs> just a bit of a I'm a bit of a freaky person that does not enjoy that bit <laughs> but um it also gives you time to do the thing that's actually going to make you money yeah because doing the tech bit and doing the admin bit is a necessity but it's not something that's necessarily going to make you more money than actually delivering the service that you offer so it's getting people more time to do that and less time doing the tech yeah and I, I think the more I've I've talked to people about you know automation processes or I've looked at them I think it's amazing and definitely something that's worth you know adding into businesses um I yeah I need to I think I've been saying for ages I need some sort of more automation that, than I've got at the moment. So so when did you start this business? So I officially went all in um, September last year because um, that's when the maternity leave for my second son, he's 15, 
no, nearly 16 months now. So, um, yeah, it was kind of when that came to the end. I had that first year of maternity leave, which was when my older one just started school and realised, like, oh, my God, like, there's quite a lot of holidays and events and things to go to with yeah. regard to school. And I was just like, I, yeah, I was what couldn't see. And then with the, the little one and the nursery and drop-offs and pickups and all that kind of stuff, and it was just like... And also when I I was working for just like one business, I kind of, I could see the potential to help other businesses mm. do the same kind of thing. Because um, a lot of the time, some of the times with the tech stuff, it's not always an ongoing. It's like you get something set up. Sometimes I do do ongoing work for people in that I can then send out their newsletters or upload their blogs for them to their website. But there's sometimes it is just that initial setup that they need the help with. Yeah. So I was finding I was then moved, like kind of almost running out of work to do by working yeah. for just one business. Whereas this way, by doing my own business and being able to work with multiple people, I can then help them through those different processes. Because also their business might not be ready they might only be ready to do the the basics of it now, but then in a few months' time when they've got more content or got further on or got that cool setup they wanted to do, then they can, I can do the next bit with them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds really good. So have you had any, um, like, standout moments so far or, you know, what's been your, your biggest achievements? Yeah, I was thinking that, um, about this and I'd say... It happened last week, actually, and it was more just a surprising thing of the power of social media and getting kind of your things aligned. Someone booked in a discovery call with me and I didn't recognise them. And that was the first time that happened, that it wasn't someone I'd spoken to before or had chatted to on socials or met at a networking event or something like that. And in, I think in the description, they'd put that they'd been recommended to me amazing and I was just like and then when I actually spoke to them the person that recommended them is just someone that not like is someone that follows me but not someone I'd actually spoken to either so it was just like they'd obviously seen what I'd been posting and then they'd said oh I've this person like they said they can help you uh, because it's to do with all the email stuff that's been going around at the moment yeah Um, yeah and then and then um like they booked the the discovery call and it was just like the power of like I realized that sometimes you don't get the comments or the reactions that you're hoping for with your post but that doesn't mean that people are not seeing them oh absolutely um and that that really kind of like that was a bit of a standout kind of oh wow that it like it is working (laughs) oh no that I bet that was a really great moment if you could go back and start again, obviously I know it's not not that long ago, is there anything that you would have done differently? I probably, in hindsight, should have been braver to go on my own earlier. Um, I was trying to run my own stuff alongside working because I didn't have the confidence to think that I could make it work Yeah. for myself. So that's one thing. And then also... My word for this year, one of my words is um, patience for this year. What did, what did I say was when I was doing all like goal setting and stuff like that? Um, I think it was 
patience and action equals success was my little like thing I was saying to myself (laughs) when I first started it's taken a while for things to kind of like what I just said in that you know people to start seeing what I've been talking about and regularly see what I'm talking about to then start taking action on it but it's like if you're patient but you do the actions then the success will come and it's just if I was starting again I would tell myself that and say you know just because it doesn't work straight away doesn't mean it it's not going to yeah and I can say it's, it's scary starting out isn't it um yeah. but it's, it, you know it's good obviously you did it but yeah it's just it is it's just trying it isn't it and seeing <laughs> seeing what happens and keep on going definitely how important do you think adaptability is when you're running a business especially as I suppose as you said as a, as a mum of young ones as well oh yeah like adapt well the online not just being a mum because you never know when the kids are going to get sick and you have to like change all your plans or uh so yeah you have to be adaptable with being able to move things around and but also with technology is constantly changing there's yeah. constantly new things coming in and you have to be adaptable because something that worked you know if they change gotta love an algorithm change or something like that mm-hmm. something that worked a month or two ago before may then stop working so you have to adapt what you're doing to what's current yeah yeah I get that and talking about algorithms um do you plan your social media I mean do you plan it at all do you plan it in advance or do you just wing it a bit uh I try and plan it I definitely um I've got my Trello boards and uh my you know Google Docs and stuff that have all my um ideas on and I think when there's like a couple like the last couple of weeks of all the email stuff I did kind of plan that out over the two weeks because I knew I was going to be super busy actually doing the email thing but I wanted to keep Mm. the posts out there and because it was all about a similar subject it was a lot easier to plan the content out yeah yeah I do I do try um (laughs) but then obviously like you say you have to be adaptable when things come up and the time I dedicated maybe to doing the social planning then you know get get a phone call from the school and yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah, I do then end up posting sometimes a bit lastminute.com but um do you enjoy doing that the social media yeah yes and no I'd say um I do if you like I said with before with the email thing when I when I knew what I was talking about and I had a clear kind of message to get out there I find the content a lot easier to do and it's quite then fun like um, I do a lot of like referencing children's programs because obviously uh, that's a lot in a lot of my life at the moment um uh, yeah yeah I've got a I wrote a post that is going out today about connecting Pinterest to a slow cooker so uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, which I found quite fun to write so yeah if I can relate it more to like real life stuff I do find it quite fun to kind of how can how can I explain this in a more interesting way yeah um all right what is your why definitely my kids you know that's like a 
mentioned that's why I ended up going all in on my business like the main reason was so that I could be there for them and be available do the school runs be able to swap things around if one of them does get sick you know um that kind of thing but also to be able to help more people as I said when I was working for just one company I kind of felt limited with how much I could help them once yeah. I'd got everything set up it was like whereas now I can constantly be help helping businesses um, and helping people get these tech bits set up or, and get them onto Pinterest so they can find an easier way of marketing their business um, and it's just so nice when like you help someone with something or you show them how Pinterest works and they're like oh now I get it now I can yeah. see um, or now that makes sense and it's just to know that you've helped them um, like market their business differently or get over that tech obstacle is just it's just a great feeling and yeah, yeah. that's another bias to yeah well no that's lovely what are your plans for um, your business in the future so I've got plans. I'm working um, at the moment on a mini course for my Pinterest strategy. So people can uh, get video tutorials to fill out the strategy booklet that I've created. That That's what I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients at the moment. And we yeah. work for a strategy booklet. So yeah, I'm trying to put it in a format. So it's it'll be obviously cheaper than working with me one-to-one. -one, so it's more um, accessible for people, um, but still gets them onto Pinterest, creating, um, doing all the different components you need, like your keyword research and and sorting out how to break down your content so that you can then just keep reusing it month after month after month. And it once you've got that system in place, it should only take you a few hours every month to do your whole month's worth of content. Wow. That sounds... Another reason why I like Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds perfect. Amazing. All right. Are you ready for the quick five five? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who is your biggest inspiration? Oh, um, probably Joy Foster from Tech Pixies, because that's where I started on this whole kind of online tech journey. And uh, yeah, she's she's been a big inspiration. Do you have a favourite business book? The one I keep going back to is by um, Amy Porterfield. It's Two Weeks Notice. Okay. Um, and she kind of documented how you can leave your job and set up um, online. And I've been, yeah, obviously, where I am in my journey, um, been following that book quite a bit and rereading bits of it. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, do you have a favourite business podcast? Oh, the two Lauras. I really like their podcast. Is that what uh, it's called? No, it's the by two. them. What is the podcast? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, they're called the two Lauras. I think it's GFDI podcast. Um, and oh, they yeah. do lots to do with like social media and stuff like that. But they're, they're quite funny because I think because there's the two of them, they kind of back and forth from each back other and forth quite well together yeah amazing I'll have a look uh what's your guilty pleasure um oh chocolate is that allowed to say <laughs> oh. is it more related 
no, 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 it could be anything. Is chocolate guilty? <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's all right. I'll let you off with that. <laughs> well, as a family, we're big fans of the Mars Singer. That's probably a bit of a we uh, do like in that. That's probably a bit of a guilty pleasure to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I put it on actually the other day, only um in between watching something else, and my husband walked in and said, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's your favourite biscuit? Oh, so that's difficult because at the moment I am wheat free. So a lot oh, of the biscuits no. that I like, I can't actually eat. But when I can eat them, I do like an Oreo. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody just starting out? Definitely go back to my patience and action, um, which I'd you know tell myself is that keep consistent with what you're doing with especially with your posting and getting your name out there networking that kind of thing but just be patient that it, you may not see results straight away but it doesn't mean it's not working um every time you you know make those connections and talk to people about what you do it's another person that you're kind of planting that seed of re them remembering you when they need you because it might not be that they need you now but in a few months time they do and if you if you've given up already then they can't come back to you so yeah just say just keep going keep with those small actions and and be patient because then yeah I love that I think that's something that's a really important thing to remember all right let us know where we can find you so I am on Instagram mainly is where I hang out um in terms of connecting with people um but i'm on all platforms so instagram facebook pinterest obviously <laughs> linkedin um at nw design and digital uh, that's a good little tech tip there is try and keep your uh usernames consistent throughout because it's a lot easier for people to find you um, and then my website is uh nwdesigndigital.co.uk and you can find out more about my pinterest and tech va services there Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great to chat. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next one. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider leaving a review and make sure you're following me so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're interested in being a guest yourself, just reach out and we can have a chat. All the details of where you can find me are in the show notes of each episode. So let's connect and I can't wait to see you next time.